chapter 16 tonight. It's funny, at our house I tell them the rule is you cannot play Christmas music before Thanksgiving. So, what's Lana do on the morning after Thanksgiving? She's not all about Black Friday. We don't do Black Friday shopping. She walks down, the, or she comes out of her bedroom as early in the morning as she thinks she's safe singing Christmas music. <laughs> the, the, the bars are, are off. We can sing Christmas music. <laughs> yeah, she can't wait. <laughs> I like Christmas music. I just, I just can't listen to We Wish You a Merry Christmas uh, 8,000 times without getting a little bit of a twitch by the end of the month. <laughs> All right. November, I'm stuck on that. Try again. Numbers chapter 16. It's a long chapter, and I want to read the whole chapter tonight. Um, some some kind of not even really points... Uh, I want to look at God's man acting as God would have him. It's interesting in this passage, and it's interesting through the life of Moses to me, to see the man who was stuck with such a great responsibility deal with the rebellion of the people. Uh, Throughout his ministry there, in the 40 years that he was with as the leader of Israel, all the different things that Moses dealt with and how he did. Now, he made some mistakes, but most of the time... The majority of the time, I can say that, he handled them as God would have him handle them. And he handled them in love. He handled them correctly. And so I want to look at that tonight. We see some rebellion here in uh, in the tribe of Levi. And we see God punish them. But I want to see Moses' response. Now, verse 1 says, Now Korah, the son of Izhar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi... And Dathan and Abram, the sons of Eliab, and On, the son of Peleth, the son of Reuben, took men. So we see two different tribes uh, rising up against Moses here, or men from the tribes, Reuben and and Levi. And they rose up before Moses with certain of the children of Israel, 250 princes of the assembly, famous in the congregation, men of renown. These are well thought of. Well thought of men, and they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron, and said unto them, Ye take too much upon you, seeing all the congregation are holy, every one of them, and the Lord is among them. Wherefore, lift ye up yourselves above the congregation of the Lord. I, I want to stop there for just a second. They're wrong in their, in their accusation. Now, I, I'm not saying there wasn't holy men in the congregation. That they might not be wrong in that. But Moses did not lift himself up. Aaron did not lift himself up. You look back and remember at the burning bush, Moses was very hesitant to take the position that he took. God had to remind him, listen, I am going with you. I know who you are. And, and you can see in that conversation between Moses and the Lord that, that God was getting frustrated or angry with Moses. And he, he rebuked him. Moses did not put himself in this position. God did. So they come and they falsely accuse him of lifting himself up. Verse 4, And when Moses heard it, he fell upon his face. He fell upon his face. I 
I, I look back, and, and Moses has already seen some mighty things by God. He, he was there in Egypt, and, and he has the rod of God. And he, can, he has the power of God upon his life. It's amazing to me the, cons- the constraint, the meekness of the man, as they come before him this way. He could have easily said, God, judge you right now. He could have condemned them. He fell on his face. And he spake unto Korah and unto all his company, saying, Even tomorrow the Lord will show who are his, and who is holy, and will cause him to come near unto him. Even him whom he hath chosen will he cause to come near unto him. This do, take your, you censers, Korah, and all his company, and put fire therein, and put incense in them before the Lord tomorrow. And it shall be that the man whom the Lord doth choose, he shall be holy. Ye take too much upon you, ye sons of Levi. So he responds correctly here. He answers them and says, listen, let's go to the Lord with this. Let's just stop and go ask God who he's going to draw to himself. He will decide this for us. It's it's just a challenge to me every time I think of it. We see power under control. Every one of us have some measure of power in our life. God has given us something that we have the authority over or the control over. How do we respond with that? I don't see Moses ever letting it go to his head. And Moses said unto Korah, Here I pray you, ye sons of Levi, seemeth it a small thing unto you that the God of Israel has separated you from the children of Israel to bring you near to himself to do the service of the tabernacle of the Lord and to stand before the congregation to minister unto them? He's reminding of them, them of their position in, in serving the Lord. They have a position in serving the Lord. And he hath brought thee near to him and all thy brethren, the sons of Levi, with thee, and ye seek the priesthood also. He just tells them, listen, you're not satisfied with what God has given you. He's pointing out their pride to them. He's, he's trying to cause them to stop and think. He's showing compassion here. You, you think it's a small thing that you're demanding of God to give you more than He gave you. I'm challenged by that as well. How often are we just like that? The position that I have or the service that God has given me is not enough. I want more. Why God is somebody else in this place I see is more valuable? Why, why can't I go there? We're, we're not looking at things through the eyes of God. If they had seen their position through the eyes of God, they would understand it's all, of the, it's all even to God. It's all equally as important. It's a small thing to you to come and challenge the Lord. Verse 11, For which cause both thou and all thy company are gathered together against the Lord? And what is Aaron that ye murmur against him? And Moses sent to call Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, which said, We will not come up. These men were even cowardly. They weren't even going to come up. It is, a, is it a small thing that thou hast brought us up out of a land that floweth with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness, except thou make thyselves altogether a prince over us? Same argument again, you've, you've brought us to die in the wilderness. Moreover, thou hast not brought us into a land that floweth with milk and honey, or given us inheritance of fields and vineyards. Wilt thou put out the eyes of these men? We will not come up. Now these men defy God's man. 
Moses says, come up, and they said, we're not going to. You, you've, you've not fulfilled what you said you were going to fulfill. There's bitterness, not against Moses here, but against And if they had stopped and thought about it, it's only a chapter or two back that, that Caleb and Joshua said, let's go, the land is theirs. There, it's ours, we can take it. And it was because of the rebellion of their heart that they're in the position they're in. It's not because of Moses, it's not because of Aaron, and it's not because God did not give them the opportunity. So they're, they're rebelling against God again, and they're angry at Him. You know, we, we are like this also. And, and everything I read in here, it just it points back to me so many often, so often, so many times in my life, how, how I respond to the circumstances. Why is this situation the way it is? Well, sometimes... It is because we did not follow God in a time previous. And so God has allowed us to get into a situation that is more uncomfortable, that is, that is difficult, that is causing us to turn to Him. Now they turn to rebellion. And they, they say, we're not coming up. We're not going to come talk. Verse 15, we see Moses' response again. And Moses was very wroth. Very wroth. He's angry at this, and rightly so. But look what he did again. And I know I'm repetitive tonight, but look what he did. He, he did the exact same thing. And said unto the Lord. In his anger, he turned back to God. So, rightly angry at them. They, they're, they're guilty of, of sin. They're guilty of doing wrong. And this is what he said. Respect not thou their offering, I have not taken one ass from them, neither have I hurt one of them. He said, Lord, you respect not their offering because they are wrong in everything they say. They're wrong in everything they say. And Moses said unto Korah, Be thou and all the Lord, thou and they and Aaron tomorrow. Take every man his censer and put incense in them and bring ye... For the Lord, every man his censer, 250 censers, thou also and Aaron, each of you his censer. Now what is the, the incense is a picture of prayer in the Bible. So it's a sacrifice, it's an offering, it's, it's communication to God. And they took every man his censer and put fire in them and laid incense thereon and stood in the door of the tabernacle of the congregation with Moses and Aaron. And Korah gathered all the congregation against them unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And the glory of the Lord appeared unto all the congregation. And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron. God spoke to those that He had chosen. The, the ones in rebellion, He did not speak to them. He said, Moses and Aaron, separate yourself, verse 21, from among this congregation that I may consume them in a moment. Once again, God says, Moses and Aaron, just get away from the people of Israel. I'm going to consume this congregation. They've rebelled against me too many times. I'm going to con consume them. Now, you look back just a few verses. Moses was wroth, wroth with some of them, angry at their sin. And Moses and Aaron said, do this in verse 22. And they fell upon their faces and said, O God, the God of the spirits of all flesh, Shall one man sin, and wilt thou be wroth with this whole congregation? He said, they, they fell down between God and the congregation again. 
Now Moses was Moses was consistent in putting himself in the place of intercession. He was consistent in saying, "Lord, spare this people." Even with their sins, spare them. You go back just a little ways, and God said, um, step out of the side, out of the way, Moses. I'm going to destroy this people, and we'll start over with you. Moses could have had the place of Abraham. He could have been the father of God's chosen people. Moses said, no. I love these people, and I love your name. He stood between God and man again. It's a picture of Christ, but it's also a picture of the right spirit and the right attitude. Love for man, uh, no matter what they do to him, he still loved the people. So verse 23, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the congregation, saying, Get you up from about the tabernacle of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. And Moses rose up and went unto Dathan and Abiram, and the elders of Israel followed him. And he spake unto the congregation, saying, Depart, I pray you, from the tents of these wicked men, and touch nothing of theirs, lest ye be consumed in all their sins. So they got up from the tabernacle of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram on every side. And Dathan and Abiram came out and stood in the door of their tents, and their wives, and their sons, and their little children. And Moses said, Hereby ye shall know that the Lord hath sent me to do all these works, for I have not done them of my own mind. If these men die the common death of all men, or if they be visited after the visitation of all men, then the Lord hath not sent me. But if the Lord make a new thing, and the earth open her mouth and swallow them up with all that appertain unto them, and they go down quick into the pit, then ye shall understand that these men have provoked the Lord." <laughs> what a statement. What a, what a declaration of faith. The man of God here says, listen, I am so convinced of my calling in life that this is what I'm going to say. If God hasn't truly called me, then these men will die a natural death. But if He has, you're going to see something totally new. The earth is getting ready to open up and swallow these people. It's amazing to me. There's so many things in the Bible that be, would be just incredible to see. The, the crossing of the Red Sea and, and the, the, uh, the chariot coming down and lifting up Elijah and taking him back to heaven. Some of these things are just awesome and I would love to see them. Some of these things are just frightening. Imagine this situation. Now it's an incredible, awesome moment in time, but... Consider what Moses is asking God to do. He shows his great faith in God. Verse 32. No, verse 31. And it came to pass, as he had made an end of speaking all these words, that the ground clave asunder that was under them. And the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up, and their houses, and all the men that appertained unto court and all their goods. They and all that appertained to them went down alive into the pit, and the earth closed upon them, and they perished from among the congregation. And all Israel that were round about them fled at the cry of them, for they said, Lest the earth swallow us up also. And there came out a fire from the Lord, and consumed the two hundred and fifty men that offered incense. God completely destroyed the rebellion and his people. Well, there's going to be a few more die here in a little bit. But you see this group that comes against him. 
God didn't just destroy the 250. He opened up the earth and, and destroyed the entire family. Everything was gone. Now I see the power of God in Moses' life and faith being portrayed and shown in such a mighty way. You know, we think of Elijah praying that it not rain on the earth for three and a half years, and it didn't. That's pretty incredible. These men looked at God as who he was. They understood that God was able to do all things. And so they, they prayed some amazing things. Things that, that if we stood up here and prayed, most people would think we're nuts. Because we don't have that kind of faith. We, we don't think God does those amazing things anymore. But Moses said, listen, God, the earth is getting ready to open up and swallow you. And as soon as he got done speaking, a big old crack shows up in the earth and closes back over them. Had to have been a horrific scene. An incredibly uh, disgusting scene. And frightening, it says the men ran away. And then the fire comes and it kills all of those 250 men. We, we act like praying and asking God for something great is, is, is foolish sometimes. He has all power. The great commission that he gave to us, he says, all power is given unto me. In other words, just ask and it's there. We look at countries that are closed and we're afraid to pray that God will open them. We don't want... We don't want to uh, pray and nothing happened. I know that's how I am. I'm, a, I'm afraid of praying and, and it not happening. And then I think, well, you know, I must not have had faith and, and I failed. And Instead of getting my eyes off of myself and looking to God. What, Moses wasn't sitting there worrying about himself. Moses was sitting there going to show the power of God. He says, I'm, there, I'm God's man. He put this put me in this position. I didn't put myself here. So this is what he will do. This is his power. Do we truly trust him to do incredible things? Moses had great faith. Moses had great love for his people, but he had great faith. The Lord spake unto Moses, verse 36, Speak unto Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, that he take up the censers of the burning, out of the burning, and scatter thou the fire yonder, for they are hallowed. The censers of these sinners against their own souls. Let them make them broad plates for the covering of the altar, for they offered them before the Lord. Therefore they are hallowed, and they shall be a sign unto the children of Israel. The, the censers are beaten into plates and, and placed over the altar as a reminder of the rebellion against God. This is, the re, this is God's response to Israel's, re, to Israel's re, rebellion. It's, it's God's mercy. It's just like Him giving us His Word. I'm so thankful for the Word of God. That He is merciful and lets us know what He desires of us. Verse 40, To be a memorial unto the children of Israel, that no stranger, which is not of the seed of Aaron, come near to offer incense before the Lord, that he be not as Korah and as his company, as the Lord said to him by the hand of Moses. But on the morrow all the congregation of Israel, of the children of Israel, murmured against Moses and against Aaron, saying, Ye have killed the people of the Lord. Isn't it amazing? It's just amazing as you read this chapter. Moses stood in front of the people and said, If I'm not the man of God, they'll die a natural death. If I am, the earth is going to swallow them. The earth swallowed them. Fire consumed 250 men. Israel comes back and says, You killed the people of God. 
It's just the foolishness of man's heart. It's, and, and, I, and I shake my head and I almost laugh at them and I think, what a fool. But if we're not careful, we all do the same thing. In our bitterness, in our pride, in, in our selfishness, we'll do the same things. Israel failed over and over and over. Ye have killed the people of the Lord, it says in verse 41. Verse 42, And it came to pass, when the congregation was gathered against Moses and against Aaron, that they looked toward the tabernacle of the congregation, and behold, the cloud covered it, and the glory of the Lord appeared. And Moses and Aaron came before the tabernacle of the congregation, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Get you up from among this congregation, that I may consume them as in a moment. He says it again. You know, God knew what he was going to do. God knew from eternity past what he was going to do in that moment. But here he is giving Moses another opportunity to show his great love for the people, his meekness, his faith in God even. Get you up from among this congregation. I'm going to consume them in a moment. And Moses and Aaron says, and they fell upon their face. Moses said unto Aaron, Take a sister and put fire therein from off the altar and put on incense and go quickly unto the congregation and make an atonement for them. For there is wrath gone out from the Lord and the, or the plague is begun. Not only did he have compassion, but he had discernment. He, was, he understood the times. He knew what was going on. He said, Listen, the plague has started in the people. They're dying as we speak. Get going. And Aaron took as Moses commanded, and ran into the midst of the congregation. And behold, the plague was begun among the people, and he put on incense and made an atonement for the people. And he stood between the dead and the living, and the plague was stayed. Now they that died in the plague were fourteen thousand and seven hundred, beside them that died about the matter of Korah. And Aaron returned unto Moses under the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and the plague stayed. Moses had great compassion for the people. He, he had great faith in God. He also had great understanding. Lee was speaking about the, be, being aware of the times and, and the time that we're living in, what God is doing right now. And we are near the end. We, we're, we're seeing prophecy fulfilled. There's, there's so many of the prophecies in the Bible that are fulfilled down to even the trees being replanted in Israel. The Bible said they would be, and they are. There, there's amazing things going on in the world today. The prophecy is being fulfilled. And we are the ones that can stand between the living and the dead. Can we be like Moses and have compassion on them as they come against us, and they will more and more? Moses said, get going, Aaron, they're dying right now. Get out there, take the censer, and stand and stop this plague. I look at, the, at these two men and, and the great work that God allowed them to do. It was because they had faith, because they were obedient, and because they had compassion on people, on their own people. They ran out and stopped it. Now you can look at this chapter and understand God's view of sin again. And that it, it will be punished. You know, God would have destroyed the people. All three million or however many there was. That night. 
had Aaron not got out there with the censer and stopped it? Had, had the man of God not had some, some, some discretion, some understanding, and, and sent Aaron out? What are we doing? What are we, what are we like when these times of, of struggle come against us? Moses constantly turned to God. Constantly turned to God. I know this isn't a, a regular message. I don't have an outline. I was just challenged as I studied this chapter. Do you respond like Moses? Or are we like Israel and, and everything is somebody else's fault? Everything causes bitterness? And we never follow the, the commands of God. We're always looking for an out. I, I love this study. I, I, it's been a challenge to me just to look at the man uh, of Moses and what God did with this guy. <laughs> just a man like we are. I mean, extraordinary life. Well, what an amazing life. First 40 years as a ruler in Egypt. 40 years as a sheep herder. And then 40 years as the leader of a rebellious people. It's an amazing life, but he was just a man that God put his power upon because he was, he was faithful and he trusted the Lord. No, no greater than you and I if we trust the Lord, if we allow him to use us. Well, let's pray. Lord, thank you again for tonight. I ask that you'd guide us this week, that we would look to you no matter the situation, that our, that our faith would be in you, that we would... Uh, handle every situation with meekness, with compassion, uh, with a heart for the lost, and Lord, in total dependence on you. Be with those that are sick again tonight. Father, we, we miss having them with us. Lord, we ask that you would raise them up, that each one would, would be able to rest tonight, build up their strength. You'd give them healing. Be with those that are on the road, keep them safe. And Father, direct each life this week. Father, that uh, Satan would not have a place in any home in Victory Baptist Church, that each one of us, Father, would be walking with you and walking by faith. In Christ's name we pray, amen.